How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Now, I've been contemplating this thought about things only being skin deep. I've been thinking about this because because I have some superficial wounds, right? I have some bumps and scrapes and bruises. And luckily, I'm healing up nicely, you know. But I was thinking about I was thinking about how tough our skin really is, you know. I went down pretty hard on my motorcycle the other night. If you want to hear the story, go back a couple of episodes. But when I hit the ground, I, I, I slid, you know. And road rash is... I've had it before. I'm, I'm actually glad to say this time around, I really didn't get a whole lot of what you'd call road rash. Got a little bit, but really, I lucked out because road rash can be pretty brutal. Uh, if you if you lose a certain amount of skin, man, it it hurts, you know, and it takes a while to heal up, and it the entire healing process is painful. But when you start seeing that fresh pink, new baby virgin skin show up underneath the scabs as they peel away it's pretty amazing it's a, it's an amazing process our body goes through healing you know and it makes me think about a lot of the wounds that that we suffered over the last year and a half or so and you know how how much of it i think was only was only skin deep. And we're starting to see that that new skin show up and the scabs are starting to fall away, but <clears throat> but there's still there's still questions in the air as to what's right and what's wrong and it's kind of like we're picking at these old scabs, right? It's kind of what it feels like and sometimes it draws some more blood. And it's best to just lay off that scab for a second. Let it let it heal up. But abrasion, you know, abrasion in our culture is real right now. We keep getting these these rough spots on our skin that need to heal up and you know, these these arguments, these debates, they they are very important. They are. I'm not trying to by saying that it only goes skin deep, I'm not saying that it's not important. You know, these are very real questions. I'm saying that the wounds that we've caused each other through these debates, through these these months of turmoil and of argument and of uncertainty and you know, we've we've caused these skin deep wounds, right, to each other, to ourselves and you know, it just makes me think that like we're tough. We're tough. Like we can handle abrasion, right? 
It's not pleasant. It's not comfortable. But like we can handle it. And you know, I posted something the other day. Is a is a video with a functional medicine doctor, and I, I've come to understand that not everybody takes functional medicine doctors all that seriously. You know, I should do more reading into this, but you know, it's not to say that they're not doctors. They are doctors. I I don't know much, but all I'm saying is I posted a video, and you know, perhaps. Every, you know, everything should be taken with a grain of salt. And the argument of this video, it's, it's a man talking to a school board making the argument against making kids wear masks. Now, I am of the belief that kids should not be made to wear masks for many reasons. But I'm not saying that I know that my position is 100% correct. I'm not saying anything in that regard. I'm just saying this is my position, and I, I'm willing to stand by it. Although I do not know if I am perfectly 100% correct. This is the world we're in. We're, you know, we, we, we're working with, with limited data at this moment, so we... We are trying to decide what is best. Now, I posted this video and, you know, basically made made a certain number of posts making the argument for sort of our, our natural immunity, right? You know, the issues of our day, masks and vaccines, masks and vaccines, masks and vaccines. These are the scabs that we're, that we're picking at. You know, we're just, we're just picking at them. And they're healing. It's just taking longer than we'd like, and we keep picking at them, so it's taking even even longer. And I had a few people that, you know, responded with with sort of negativity, right? That like this this is not a conversation they want to have any longer, right? Most people have gotten vaccinated, you know. But this disease, it's still out there. It's still with us, so we can't ignore it. And I am not vaccinated, and I'm not ashamed to admit that, even though, frankly, it's nobody's business. You know, it's funny. It's become all of our business. It's become everybody's business, who is and who is not. So I'll just admit it because I'm not ashamed. And the truth is I'm still in some ways on the fence. I'm not, I'm not saying that I will never get it, but I will say that I will always be against the, the trend towards having to prove you got it and having to present your documents you know this to me is so bad it's so bad you know appeal to appeal to my rationality and you know it's funny because I you know I got a couple of these negative responses and of course I'm always curious when I post something that's controversial you know it's like I can't help myself I'll just tell you all that right now like 
I almost can't help myself because I'm a pot stirrer. You know, I'm stirring the pot and I want to know. I want to know how people respond. Because I want to know. I want to know information. I want to want to get a read on people and so I post things from my point of view the things that I that I find compelling right and this man arguing against kids needing to wear masks because because many things and and he's making points about the vaccine and how it's not perfect and how it shouldn't be required. You know, I think he's arguing twofold that there shouldn't be requirements for either, right? Vaccines or masks. And, and I tend to agree. I tend to agree there shouldn't be requirements because if it is good, if it is proven good, then it, it won't require a requirement, right? It shouldn't. But when it's pushed and pushed and when it's, you know, turned into this thing where if you're the least bit skeptical, you're, you're all of a sudden, you know, you're roped in with all these other people and you're called names and your, your assumptions are made about what you think. And just because you're hesitant, you know, to get something brand new. But I, I took it upon myself to, you know, I looked and I saw one name on the list of those who had seen my video and he's, you know, he's a smart guy. He's a, he's an MD. I've known him a long time. There's respect. And I sent him a message because I saw that he had seen this. I saw he, he'd seen what I posted and I said, <clears throat> I said, you know, man, am I, Am I talking out of my ass here? Like, like be honest with me. Because I don't want to be seen as being anti-vax or whatever. I'm just skeptical and there's reasons to be. And I text, you know, I sent him a text saying, hey, like, what do you think? And he's, you know, conver this conversation ensued. And it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was so full of respect. You know, I asked him some questions and he answered and he told me about what he's seeing. You know, he says that he's treated guys my age with COVID. And, you know, I basically asked him point blank. I said, should I get the vaccine? Right? Like all bullshit aside, like. And I kind of laid it out. I said, I've been out in the world. I haven't been isolating. I haven't, you know, I, I assume I've been exposed many times. And, you know, he said it'd be interesting to know if you had antibodies. But he said, in any event, even if you did, I'd recommend you to get it. Because from my point of view, the, the risk-benefit analysis points that direction. And I appreciated his, his candor. And that he wasn't being forceful. You know, he's the one person that's gotten me closer than anyone else to considering doing it. You know, and that's just for the one question of whether or not that's the best thing for my body, health-wise, just for my health, right? 
course, everybody is making the argument, it's not about your health, it's about everybody else. Well, that's neither here nor there in my mind. You know, I, I disagree, but let's just put that on the shelf for now. You know, the to me, the other question really is, aside from doing what, what maybe is wisest for your own health, right? The other thing is the, the, the civil liberty question of it all. In that the more it becomes mandatory, the more perhaps it's somebody's responsibility to refuse. Are you following? Are you following my logic? You know, and I'm not saying that's necessarily my job, but you understand, you know, <clears throat> something becomes forced and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's, you know, it's up to the remaining few to, to never ever give in. I, I don't believe it should ever be forced any medical procedure period end of story you know i don't believe in circumcision i don't believe in forced vaccination you know, i get it you know babies right they don't have a they can't say no so we give them we give them these vaccines with the consent of their parents but many people want to take that away the consent of the parents they want to make it totally mandatory people should be allowed to review the information for themselves and say this one but not that one you know and the evidence should be freely available and most people will make wise informed decision you know decisions if you give them the chance when it's something so new though you have to just you got to allow people a moment and instead we've just been scratching and clawing at each other and leaving all these gashes and scrapes and abrasions but the good thing is it's you know it's only skin deep. Like, I think we're healing. I see it. And we're beginning to have conversations without, without so much, you know, haste and hatred and hostility. You know, we're, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it conversations are beginning to unfold that that are important to be had you know beyond the mac mask and vaccine issues you know we're talking about our we're talking about our economy and we're talking about our currency you know and we're talking <clears throat> about changing our system right which is good we should be talking about that. These are good conversations. Just know that you might occasionally walk away a little bloody. 
you know, conversation is kind of like battle at times. You know, it can be like a dance or it can be like a battle. It depends. Neither is right, neither is wrong, but... When you walk away a little bloody, just be grateful you walked away at all. You know, don't step into the ring if you can't if you can't hold tight, right? <laughs> I think it's so it's so sad to see some people just give up on trying to find out what the truth is. Because the truth is out there. But it's so hard to it's hard to make sense of. It's not crystal clear. It's super foggy, right? The truth is is murky. It's gray. It's ambiguous. It's nuanced. The truth is complex. It's never one or zero, right? It's never on or off. It's never good or bad. Truth is truth. Truth is a little bit of everything mixed together. And usually, like, if you don't know what the truth is, it's it's a combination of everything, right? That's what I'm saying. If you're not sure what's true... Just imagine everything is partly true and partly false, and, and you'll probably be somewhere along the right track. So listen to everybody's argument. You know, listen to the other point of view. Don't be so stubborn as to think you've already got the truth nailed down, because the truth is always moving, it's always changing doesn't stay in the same place for long, right? And I think I've made some folks mad because I've tried to speak truth, right? And truth one moment might not be true in the next. Hell, it might not have been true when you said it either, but at least you tried. At least you at least you shot your arrow. Sometimes you miss the mark, right? You know, so many people are either just sitting there listening which is good or sitting there not listening you know you're either speaking or listening or you're tuned out and if you're in a conversation you might like I said you might take a couple of scratches it might be unpleasant might be a little bit uncomfortable you know, you might get your feelings hurt, right? But it's only skin deep. I think our, our our skin is so much thicker than we give it credit for, you know? Think about how tough leather is. You know, our skin is living leather. It's so tough. It's so resilient. You can take a lot of abuse. And even if you get a little bruised up along the way, you know, your body can heal. I think we, uh, we kid ourselves into thinking that we're more fragile than we are. I know we, 
we experience trauma and it affects us and we can we can have a hard time healing but the capacity to heal is there i know it it's inside of us we just we just have to tap into it So don't let these skin-deep wounds, you know, fester and get infected and, you know, rot and affect the rest of the body. Just, just heal up. Let's heal up and keep on talking, you know. Let's keep talking. And with that, y'all, this has been episode 22 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.